Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. This is the Hip Hop Save My Life podcast. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Hope you enjoy the podcast. Let's sit back cuz it's time for the podcast. Okay, welcome to Hip Hop Save My Life. Thank you for joining us. Rumadge is not here today, unfortunately. So I'm joined by Jolly and Rubenstein. How are you? I'm good, mate. How are you? Good to have you back, mate. Mate, it's nice to sort of feel like I've sort of taken sort of Rupert's skin and sort of put it over his body in yeah. a sort of metaphorical. Well, let's be way. absolutely honest. He does fuck all on this anyway. Mate, so he's rubbish, isn't he? Yeah. There's apart not a lot of pressure on you. No, I mean just apart from just mansplaining and sort of like generally poking fun. Yeah. I mean, and he only ever really gets excited when we start talking about anything apart from hip hop. So <laughs> it's it's okay. I mean, I'll try and I'll try and make sure that there's at least sort of one Rick Astley sort of thing. Yeah, like I remember thing, just to like yeah. respect his sort of like you know. Yeah, if you could take the conversation somewhere else. Yeah. At some point, just for no reason, that would be in keeping with his legacy. You know Interesting I mean? sort of musical genre quotes or yeah. like about you know the sort of boys' holiday that he's gone on because he, he still can't land himself a girl. Yeah. Love you, Ruth. It's a really Love sad you, life that he leads. Um, what are you up to? The moment your, uh, your series revolting's out at the moment right yeah no our series is out on on BBC2 so that's been you know exciting and you know we just recorded uh, a podcast you and I did yeah with you yeah yeah for this new podcast we're doing news roast which will yeah. eventually did we agree out. that you were going to mention it on this is that no that's the only reason I'm here mate. okay fine it's just total cynical yeah. cynical promotion I mean, right. the last thing I want to do is sit in a small room with you. Right. No, oh, I get it. Mate, no, I get it. That's what Rupert would say, though. Like, yeah. It's me just trying to inhabit Rupert. Well, he wouldn't say that. It's like I'm looking at um, holiday and call food <laughs> on my own. I might go with my mum. That's yeah. what he'd say. He'd say, This is the bit where we introduce our guest. But listen, it's great to have you here. Thank you mate, so much. It's a and I know, Thank you for And asking. I know you're excited because basically I'm fucking buzzing because we've got yeah. UK. Hip hop royalty, yeah, boy, in the room, jest, mate. Thank you, mate. Thank you for coming on, man. It's so Pleasure. good to have you on. Pleasure. Thank you so Appreciate much. Appreciate the props. The... I mean, uh, big fans. Yeah, huge fans. I sort of, I sort of don't. I'm nervous about coming across like a wanker on this because I'm such a big fan, man. Like both of us are, right? Totally, man. I mean, I think you know. I mean, we, we were just talking quickly before, but Cosmic Gypsies. I mean, man. That jam was like I went to I went to a university in Brighton and like everyone knew about that jam. Yeah, that was a big, big UK hip hop tune. Yeah, it had a it had a kind of had a little life of its own. That tune kind of thing, you know. I feel like it's like it's a it's like an entity in itself beyond the artists who made yeah. it. Yeah. Lying off the zodiac, know me as a zoomorphic messenger who orbits the regular star, northern nebula, storm cloud dweller. Stepping on the interstellar path, let a trail of the lexicon. Alphabet soup, dragon, space soup, sentinel. Keep off the stargate, my soul stays chemical. Fold space in several places, zero gravitational fields. The stars plow my acres, I'm weightless now. People always come back, that one always comes up. Do you know what I mean? It's so, it's a very, you know, mad respect to Task Force. It's a very, 
task force concept in itself. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So that just gave me right, a starting point. Like, yeah, that's, yeah. That's, you know, I, that's easy for me. If yeah. you that's that's the hard part is coming up with something clever like Cosmic Gypsies. Is that? Like, yeah. You want to do a verse for this? Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> you know, I'll just go. You know. How do you like? Obviously, I think it's you're sort of held. You know, and obviously I know you wouldn't say this yourself because, you know, you're a humble guy, but you're held in reverence in the UK hip-hop mm. scene. How does that sort of... How does that... Feel? Are you aware of that? And, and, and does it put any extra pressure on what you do? Like, because... Because people sort of respect you so yeah, much, don't they? Uh, it's, 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 straight, it's kind of strange, to be honest, because yeah. you... And, and this might sound really cynical, but m- more times you, I kind of walk through... The, I, if, actually, you know what? I feel like I'm about to start quoting Westwood. I swear. <laughs> yeah, I swear always a good thing. Always a good we thing. We can put some shattered glass yeah, on yeah, it. Yeah. And that's what we need. That's, that's what, what we need. need. I think. I think he was getting. Um, he was. He was having a, a little conversation with most deaf at some point, and he was self-deprecating. And yeah. I think he said something like, "I hear my name when I walk through the corridors of power." <laughs> But the thing is, see, I don't hear my name when I walk through the corridors of power. But yeah. when I walk through the corridors of some dirty flats or, yeah. a, or, a, or, a, or a tube underpass or like, you know, a bus shelter, right? yeah. you know, right? them kind of, yeah, I, I, it's a weird, it's a weird dynamic because you kind of feel like there's almost, it's all, like there's almost no, not even props, just almost no acknowledgement. Yeah that we ever did any of the stuff we ever did and yeah. I, I include I'm not just putting this on myself I include a whole kind of movement yeah. <laughs> yeah. with that I, I feel like it's almost just been written out yeah. of the history books because it wasn't ever a media driven yeah. movement mm-hmm. and and then I think you know especially with like the grime movement that came yeah. afterwards yeah. it was so me- not in terms of the artist but it was very media driven in terms well, of people that had something to gain from it and that were involved yeah, in it mm, from the mm. so it's meant that there's that a lot of the history has been kind of like written and established even though it's more recent history and yeah. I, and that's something so in terms of what you're saying about okay yeah i know it sounds so corny and cliched yeah i know I'm, i've got respect in the street yeah it sounds so cliched but it's really true it's like people come up to me in the street but if I go and try and talk to people at certain levels of the industry, it's kind of like, sorry, you, who, who, you, who, you know, and and there is, it's very weird as well to, at this stage yeah. in the game. Yeah. When, you know, even with like these guys like yourself, there's people that are very are deeply rooted in all facets of the entertainment industry. Yeah. And even like clothing industry, like whatever you want to put under the bracket of, sure, you know, yeah. where it, you know, because hip hop has become like it's bigger than yeah. just the entertainment part yeah. of it, you know, it's lifestyle, you're selling whatever off the back of it. But it's so entrenched now because people have kind of come up as you, oh, I was at university and that tune. And, yeah, yeah. You know, it's part of the DNA of yeah. a generation. Yeah. And it's almost like, it's like everyone's everyone's little secret, isn't it? Yeah. It's almost like everyone's like, you know about what, that? Yeah, I know about yeah. Oh, wow, cool. All right, cool. We're in on it. It's yeah. almost and that's like cool. A badge I kind of like that. Yeah, that's yeah. that's kind of cool. But you start getting older and you start wondering what's going to pay the mortgage. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, so it's a weird. And I feel like a lot of people probably, if you ask them the same question, I feel there's quite a few heads that spring to mind. Sure. Some we've already kind of talked about some of their work already. Like yeah. a lot of people, I think. 
if they didn't feel like that, they probably should feel like that because they're not um, acknowledged the yeah. way they should be. Well, how do you feel about, you know, because you mentioned grime and I think that the way that, like, with grime, with the way that, like, the media jumped on it, yeah. it's almost, like, and it's, you know, don't get me wrong, I think it's a good thing, but um, it's almost like that was being heralded as the first time that British urban music had come up with its own sort of sound, right. do you know what I mean? Right. And so that's sort of part of what you're talking about, is that UK hip-hop has been going for such... And the thing is, people that are into hip-hop knew about the UK hip-hop scene and wanted it. And I remember, like, all, all the way growing up, I remember just having conversations with my mates going, fucking want this to blow up. Mm. I want this to blow yeah, up. Why? Yeah, and yeah. you'd be like, and, and, and people would put out, and UK hip hop artists would put out records about why you're not supporting UK hip hop more and stuff like that. And that right. became the thing. Right. And like, so now it's sort of almost like UK hip hop off the back of grime, people have gone, oh shit, this is this has been happening. Like, right. like hip hop's right. And so for you guys, it's almost like, it's like what you're saying. It's like, it's like you pioneered it and you were doing it when it was hard, like when it was difficult. Do you know right, what I mean? Like, and right. I'm not saying it's not difficult now. No, I, no, I don't. But, but like, I, I, was to, I was talking to Jollyn about vegans because I'm a vegan, right? I yeah. said, like, 20 years ago, we respect vegans <laughs> from 20 years ago because oh, they were eating you. fucking yeah. Weetabix, yeah. dry Weetabix yeah. Yeah. all the time. Yeah, it's so real for talk, you, I feel you, you it. were doing it when there's fucking no, like, feel, no money feel, to be had from it. Do you know what I mean? I feel that. I mean, do you know what? I'd even say, like, the generation before us, even more so, you know, um, I think there was kind of like a little bit of a kind of, I don't know if you call it a boom, but yeah. there was a little bit of an industry kind of interest in like, say like, this, this is again, almost people have forgotten about this, but there's plenty of like rap records from the UK from like the late 80s, early 90s. Who yeah. are you talking about? I'm like, talking about whether whether you're talking about someone who's like mad underground, like Blade. Yeah, yeah Mark B or, 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 or But no, but even before the yeah, Mark yeah, B and yeah, Blade, yeah, like yeah, just right. Blade, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, whether it's something like that or even, I don't know, like a um, Credit to the Nation or MC Tunes or something sure? kind yeah, of yeah, random. Yeah, yeah. You know, like that, you know, you whether or not it's like the of the highest form of the art form, but that had massive impact, yeah. you know, on the charts. Yeah. So why it's, like, it's funny to me how like now the charts is the is the measuring stick for for rap, which it didn't used to be for yeah. hip hop. Mm. Now the charts is the measuring stick. But it's funny because all the stuff that did all the UK rap from back then that was yeah. charting is kind of like as if in there like Silver Bullet or yeah. people. Went, you know, that was a top ten, top twenty. Yeah. Well, it's, it's weird, cool. Do you, you, you feel me? But yeah, that's yeah, all yeah, been yeah. like written out of. Yeah, it's yeah. weird. It's, it's kind of weird to me. I don't know if you remember, Rob, like well, certainly for me, like when when the Skits album came out, when like Mark B and Blade, you know, obviously we talked about Task Force, Fire Life, and Roots Maneuver was sort of like yeah. that was sort of seen as you know like that was that was stuff that people were buying CDs of, yeah, and stuff no like doubt. that. But you know, the first time I heard like 1979, like the flow that you had and the sort of poetry that you brought, like the sort of you know that sort of quite dreamlike quality right. of, of, of that kind of music. No bigger than the sum of his inscriptions Or the extent of his conviction I sip vitamin in rich liquid diction And digest fiction for culture I'm full-spent cold, a monster My head and neck connected by a mold that was, that was for me very original I hadn't heard stuff like that by UK lyricists And you were also using a lot of sort of classical samples 
which right. gave it a real different sort of feel to a lot of the right. other stuff that you, was out you, there. You know what, it's funny because some a younger guy, the guy who produces for the Mouse Outfit, which right. is a hip-hop band from Manchester, um, and the producer is a young guy, and he was like, yeah, I used to listen to some of them old tunes. It used to make me think of, like, English country so he, I think he's said like Midsummer Murders or something yeah. he goes, no Pastoral disrespect yeah. but in the best possible way yeah. and I was kind of like no you know what I take that as a f- compliment yeah. because that was the kind of the mentality was like well why can't it sound very English yeah. and kind of not well, on some flag flying thing but yeah. just on like what am I going to sample I'm going to sample the kind of sounds yeah. Yeah. That, are, that are just commonplace yeah. in my society and, you know I'm not I'm not growing up in a household with bare like soul music playing every day yeah, that's yeah. just the reality sure. that wasn't really what was getting you know I'm more likely to be hearing like some acoustic guitar record or so why not put an acoustic guitar well, you, I think Task Force very much had that as well anytime um, I hear like them, some of their music pops up on like yeah. iTunes or whatever and I'm like it really strikes me now more yeah. more so because we're so far removed from it now. Yeah, the boom yeah. bap's just kind of. But but even like on. you're saying with the types of samples, like yeah. everything yeah. I hear now, I'm like, oh, we're almost like it, it still sounds just like them because nobody would really dream of touching yeah. these, as you say, like classical or folk or mm. some kind of weird like. But that was so original for us. I mean, I don't know about it was you. What it gives yeah. it an identity. It gives it an identity well, separate f- from what people were saying, which what people eventually, the story became, oh, these guys are just doing a version of Pete Rock or these guys are just yeah, doing a version yeah, yeah, of yeah, Premiere. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, well, not really. Like, yeah. we acknowledge the influence because... Who could be in, who could have grown up on hip hop in the nineties? Yeah, genuinely say they genuinely grew up on it and and not be a fan of Premier or Pete Rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd just be crazy. Like you go ask anyone, <laughs> you know, go and ask like Dirty South producers. Yeah. I'm sure they're going to be like, yeah, you know. Sorry, my... mate. It being pr- compared to Primo is that a problem? Yeah, no. Do I'm you, not do you feel me? I think even with the grime thing, people forget. Like there was a point of reference. I, I, I mean, you know, you can't always trust what is written. Um, what a journalist has written down. Yeah. But I swear, I, you know, very early interviews with Wiley, he was kind of name checking Rizza, yeah. Eric Sermon. Yeah, yeah. You know, Eric Sermon. Yeah, like, yeah. when does this name come up? Yeah. So there's, there is, you know, this, there's a, you know, there's a legacy, mm. but it's going to shift and change the same way what they were doing in the yeah. Bronx was their version of what they were doing in Jamaica. Like, sure, it's not yeah. everyone, you know, uh, there's a guy called Reveal who used to be in a group called Poisonous Poets, which is like Doc Brown's original yeah. crew. And Reveal, I think, wrote um, a dissertation or a study on this where he, he actually wrote a kind of social theory that basically broke down that, like, all of the social and musical and cultural ingredients that led to hip-hop, like, growing out of New York he kind of wrote an argument for like all these conditions existed in London in the UK and that the same thing was happening and and that actually it wasn't imported yeah you know it wasn't a US export yeah, to yeah. Uh, it was developing here in its own way at the same time before any of these you know like the big movies and the and the, yeah, and the yeah. big artists that kind of made it commercial in the really really early days and I thought we would, it makes perfect sense that this that, you know this theory because why not it's yeah. the sound system culture travels from Kingston Jamaica and we all know this, that story and yeah. we know those communities that everyone we you know you, you know you guys grew up in London you yeah. know what it is right yeah. that's a big part of 
I mean, the whole of UK, but especially London as the capital, there's a rich history of of sound system culture. Mm. And also, it's the same. It's yeah. come from the same place. But, but, and then later on, drum and bass, dubstep. Yeah. And now we're at this point where it's yeah. it's kind of celebrated. Like, it's, it's a big commercial thing now, yeah. isn't it? Sound system culture yeah. in the UK and any kind of derivative of it quick plug for the Outlook Orchestra fit. but you know it's all this you know to be playing with the orchestra at Royal Festival Hall yeah so to, to explain us what you're doing yeah yeah well it's Outlook Festival which has been you know running for a little while now and when they established themselves they kind of made a point of kind of just gathering up a small amount of artists and, and a kind of particular I guess the kind of music that a certain youth audience was gravitating towards that wasn't really represented yet yeah. um, in, in the mainstream. And so they would they started the festival with people like uh, Mala and Scream and whoever, like, headlining. Yeah. Um, you know, before kind of dubstep turned into the kind of America... Who's the... Skrillex. Skrillex you, you feel yeah, me? Yeah. So things yeah, before yeah. that whole shift... Um, and you know the festival's just grown and got bigger and bigger and bigger so um, they're doing this event the kind of prestigious thing Royal Festival Hall putting an orchestra together with a bunch of different vocalists jumping up um, which I'm lucky enough to be included alongside people like um, Farron Munch Farron Beggars uh, Ruby Wood um, General Levy um, Wow Newham Generals what a right lineup it's, cra- it's crazy lineup. Um, that's got to be a vibe, and as, uh, definitely. Not, much. Not, I mean, yeah, being just, on that same sort of, you know, that's an incredible. I yeah, mean, that like sort we, of um, I, plays to it, doesn't it? I mean, we were talking before we rec- the, the record about just the way, you know, how, how you build your lyrics is like. Right. You know, you're talking oh, about he's dreamscape. A influence on me. Yeah, yeah right. Big influence. I feel me. like I feel like Ferramunch is one of those people that I that if you if you name Ferramunch as one of your top MCs, then we're all right. As, as, <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you know what I mean? Because because like, you're my, okay. Yeah, yeah. As a human Cause, being. Because a, a lot of people that like a lot of people I know, like, even my mates, like wouldn't name Ferramunch. And then right. if somebody, somebody says, "Oh, Ferramunch is one of my favorites," I go, oh, "Fuck it, you know yeah, it." Sure, do you yeah, know what I mean? Like yeah. because the way he puts stuff together is just insane but I think you, you it's kind of like being able to appreciate a certain kind of dish or flavour yeah, 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 you know yeah, like yeah. when you're a little kid you yeah. maybe don't like olives yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean <laughs> and then now it's like where's yeah. the olives yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's because you've you've eaten so much McDonald's <laughs> that, that, that you need something you know yeah. you can't appreciate you don't appreciate the complex yeah, flavours yeah. or the subtle flavours pissed on the motherfucking White House lawn I threw a rock and I ran Cause I couldn't stand anymore within the grips of the man Y'all wanna ask me who's saying These biological gases are eating my brain It's a political grab bag to wait Mother Earth 30 seconds after they bag dad for what he's worth Thousands to die now, so millions to smile later This ain't the rock profiles, nigga, they stockpile data from satellites If somebody mentions Pharaoh as one of their, you know, puts him up there. Yeah. You know yeah, yeah. they've listened yeah, yeah. to hours and hours and hours and hours of hip-hop and yeah. rap yeah. to get bored of people flowing and, exactly, yeah. and lyrical content being... T- oh, but this guy, he's like, he's, yeah. he's different. Yeah. yeah. So you kind of, you know, to even get to that point of needing like, yeah. that, like, like need... You, you know, start craving, you like... The, yeah. Like, whereas a lot of cats are like, especially by with what's popping nowadays, yeah. you know, it's kind of like, it's just straight McDonald's. Yeah. I don't know if it's even McDonald's. It's like, it's like, um, it's like, it's straight Monsanto. candy. It's yeah. not even that. It's just Whoa. candy. It's just like, 
bubble gum. Yeah, and, but that's the thing. It's like you sort of almost feel like nerdy, like. I've been, oh, super, I've, yeah, been, I've been listening to a fair amount of track and then like my brother be like I've been listening to my brother and I go fuck did you hear what he did there like the way that that fucking title yeah, was yeah, yeah, and my yeah. brother's like I don't mate like Joe like, <laughs> you know what I think is interesting as well is that it's become so that I mean I feel like say Kendrick Lamar is kind of an exception because in terms of in the mainstream as someone who's very complex mm. dense kind of lyricism yeah. and, and doing new things and kind of jazz kind of things with flows and stuff but um i feel like there's the it's become so so how do i word this there's so little appreciation or not even appreciation it's just, there's less of a place for it in like what people are looking for out of yeah. a rap record yeah. today and it's kind of interesting to me how like the whole battle scene has just grown and grown and grown and grown and become like an international thing. Yeah. And I've started to realise like yeah, that's where, you know, the, back in the day, you know, you, we might all be getting together and listening to a, let's just use, let's go back to the Pharaoh example. Yeah. So you might be listening to organised confusion. You might be bugging <laughs> out like, oh, did you hear what he did with the flow there? Yeah. Your homie might be sitting there just thinking about the beat. Oh, yeah, Buckwild yeah. killed it with this yeah, beat. Yeah. Where, but now the guy who wants to hear the beat is just going straight to like, Stone's throw, looking for some instrumental stuff, like right. not really bothering with rap. Yeah. Right? It's not really, I'm not really messing with it. Then the guy who's looking for the really lyrical stuff is going straight to like the battle yeah, leagues yeah. and to try and hear those kind of play, wordplay and, you know, this kind of like really intricate. Yeah. Do you think... Um, so, so then, I don't know, does, then it almost self-fulfilling prophecy yeah. because then, well, that audience has now moved away it's a, it's a weird one. from the yeah. actual music. So when people say, oh, no one's making like classic albums like that, but is there an, people aren't, are people listening for that? Well, like, I, I everything's think, everything's niche. Like, I think the way that people are consuming music is part of the problem mm. because like, oh, no because doubt. it's consumed in a much more disposable yeah, way, right? Completely. And that lends itself to a beat being more important than a lyricist. I mean, in terms of to the average listener, because like if you, people are listening to 30 seconds of songs and then deciding whether they're into that or something oh, has yeah. to be an instant hit, right? Yeah. And so if you get a beat that's catchy, mm -hmm. then that's half your battles won. Whereas if you want to get into like listening to the lyrics or something, you actually have to invest some time into yeah. it. Yeah. And I think that is something that people don't do as much as they used to. And I think that, I, I feel that's part of the problem. Do you know what I mean? It's like, is that a beat will get you straight away? Because I've yeah, never listened yeah. to hip hop, I, I, and no, I definitely, I definitely agree. We're so overloaded with information. Yeah. To listen to beats and rhymes <laughs> together for like for what like an hour, I've yeah. got to sit down and really Heaven's listen to this yeah, album. Yeah. I haven't got time for that. Do you yeah. know how many times I could go through my Twitter feed in that? Yeah. And that's what people are on. Isn't it? That's what yeah. people would really rather be doing with their time. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I remember getting frustrated because, like, with, with Jolly and talking about what you sample and stuff like that. Because I remember, like... Just watch like any sort of music programs. They'd all talk about French hip hop, right? Like French hip hop, yeah, yeah, like yeah. NTM and like yeah, things yeah. like that blew like up. Right? Came out. And I remember thinking that they are at an advantage when it comes to competing with US hip hop because the language is different. Because if you're Ooh, French, yeah. if you're a French music listener, immediately you've got the thing where this connects with me more straight away because it's in yeah, my mother yeah. tongue, right? And UK hip hop didn't have that advantage. Right. And so when we had people like you come through, that were like doing something that sounded quintessentially British. Right. That is your degree of separation, right? There. I'm not listening right. to somebody who's trying to make an appropriation of something I love from the US. I'm listening to somebody that's making something completely different. Do you know what I mean, yeah. the yeah. influences are there, but it is British. And that is, you know, like I remember like fucking, I, I lost my shit when I first heard Gunshot, man. Because yeah. like, yeah, yeah. like, that was like, that's proper hip hop, but. I wasn't hearing anything like that from from the from the states. Do you know what I mean? And no, it's like, no. Would you, I mean, yo, it's crazy to bring them up because I always use that as a reference point, even for grime. I'm yeah. like, there were guys in East London yeah. rapping really fast yeah, yeah, yeah. over really aggressive like beats yeah. with a like a kind of dancehall toasting kind yeah, of yeah. MC style. Exactly. In like 88, 89, yeah. or whenever, no, it's probably like 1991. When, when I Battle Creek early, early 90s. It yeah. might even be, yeah, it's, it's, it's wow, I, I need to look that up now because it might, it might even be yeah. like a, yeah, 89, maybe well, not 89, but 1990 yeah. for their very first record. Yeah, that style, it's kind of like, that lineage is still relevant. It's not, you know what I mean? It's like a grime artist might not have been directly influenced by a gunshot. Yeah. Or even a skinny man. I remember many years ago, uh, someone interviewed me and asked me whether skinny man was cat in grime style. Of, of right, No one says cat in anymore, did it? <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's, that's how long ago you know it was. Yeah. Right? But you know, is he just jacking the, 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 wow. the grime style of spitting? Yeah, yeah Because crazy. he had his like double time, yeah. tune, like with the foreign beggars tune. Mate, I was like, yo, was but dude's been rapping like this. For forever, yeah. You, do, do you know what I mean? Before anyone had ever thought of this term of you know, and again, that's not. Yeah, you know, sometimes I feel uncomfortable speaking about this. Like I'm disrespecting the you know, absolute mad props and respect to all the pioneers of, of that movement yeah. and that and that sound. And you know, I'm a fan. Yeah. Of, but I, I have an issue with how it's dealt with by the media and radio and you know whoever not like you know acting like it's this completely separate and new thing like there is a sim like if you you know as someone who was listening to gunshot you probably get some of that same kind of vibe when you hear Newham General come like them man are oh you know whoa like that 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 energy of like that very like pent up British angry it's you know it's like yeah it's like if you know if we were in a hot country it might sound a bit funk like a bit more you know the bass might be a bit more of a happy bass melody or like mellow bass we come with the dark bass do you know what I mean and the, the aggressive drum sound that you know what I mean there's a very I mean in fact there's a direct link because that kind of sound with the gunshot stuff where it was like 
Eamon Brothers breakbeat and yeah. Apache and you know whatever like the fast breakbeats yeah. kind of turned into jungle into drum and bass yeah it uh, you know and that that kind of that is acknowledged it is acknowledged that drum and bass uh, and jungle had an influence yeah. on grime and garage MCs and what we now can, is now you know treated by the media as kind of like the real yeah, rap yeah. of England it's like well it still is a direct, again a direct lineage throughout it yeah sort of sounds to me like you're, you said a lot of what you're saying is kind of like that you and sort of maybe other artists sort of don't necessarily feel like your place within the sort of architecture of sort of hip hop in the last kind of sort of 10 years has been sort of recognized but I actually think certainly from you know people I've spoke to before and and, and from from you know it's obviously completely different as the artist but like brain tax file life you know, you, you know yourself. Yeah. You know, task force. I think with the internet now, like I was talking oh, to my nineteen-year-old cousin, and he, you know, he wasn't around at all. But because of YouTube and stuff, like people are still rediscovering right, stuff. Like right. he was talking to me about Liquid Diction, <laughs> you know, around Christmas, and yeah, I think indeed. there's probably a lot more people that maybe I th- yeah, I you think, can recognise. Like, yeah, I think the difference is is that like that is. I think you're right, and I think that if people sort of listen to stuff and then they are inclined to go and dig deeper yeah. and see it, then that's good. And I think that does happen. But I think what what it is, is that the way that like, you know, it's like when The Guardian like jumped on grime and oh, sort God. of like started yeah, trumpeting right. it, yeah. it was almost like this is the first time that we're hearing people from those areas talking in the way that they are about life in this country. And you sort of think, well, totally. it's not, that isn't true. It's do you know what I mean? Technically, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah but, yeah. but, and they sort of, and, and I think that that, I mean, I guess for you, you're sort of looking at that going, I'm fucking, I've been doing you, this. Do you know what? I mean, for me, I'm not, the thing is, because I get quite like, I'm very opinionated about it, but you know what? Genuinely, I mean, like I have my own internal battles with it, yeah. you know, where it's like, I feel like doors might be closed or whatever. But actually, to be fully honest, I feel I could step away and say, you know, I'm going to do, you know, I, or not even do something different, but just do something in my own way. I don't need to even involve myself in the wider music industry or yeah, entertainment yeah. industry and definitely not the celebrity culture that yeah. we kind of live in now um but as a fan and as like and as some, and as like someone who's getting older feeling like yo we you know if history is written by the winners right like if we don't write it down it's not there like, the, like I know you're saying you know it's there's stuff there you can go online you can find because yeah, the, mu- sure, the sure. music's there see that's the thing that if the music's there the, the music's always going to be there but I just find, feel like you know like say for example and I actually shame to say it I didn't actually see it but like Rodney P did the documentary yeah, a while yeah. ago you know and things like that that I know you know you could just see by the response that people had it was like oh thank you yeah, yeah. you know because because <laughs> you know some acknowledgement because it's like Rodney should be in that kind of position to yeah. be doing that that goes without saying yeah. and it's you know it's almost like an artist like you know for those that don't know Rodney P from London Posse yeah. this is who we're talking about I'm talking about you know artists like that to me it should kind of be like whatever he does should automatically be considered for playlist on on a, on yeah, a one yeah. extra or yeah, even yeah. even a no, do you know what? Forget one extra on Radio One. Yeah, it, there shouldn't be this ghettoization and and then like this filter system. Mm, yeah, you feel me? And yeah, it, and totally. because it should be based on like regardless of who's plugging it and you know who got paid to promote it or what the content of it is, it should just be on a level of this guy's got a fan base across 
generations. Yeah. So therefore, there's people want to hear this. Yeah, yeah. Which isn't, you know, we all know that's not really how the industry runs. Know, that's some yeah. idealistic talk. Do you think that, like, because obviously, you know, 2002, I think, like, Return of the Drifter came out. It, yeah, and like, you easily, know, there not. wasn't even Facebook then. You know, oh, like, right. it wasn't even social <laughs> networks. Like, do you think um, that Low Life had... and, and particularly like EPs like that, and you, you, you near the album when you came out with us, but they would have had a sort of different sort of, you know, reality if social media yeah. had been sort of in existence? Yeah, um, but it's kind of like the whole landscape would have been different. It, it changed the whole. I don't think we would have made those records. I right. think part of the reason the type of music that's getting made today, it, people are listening to it on a level where it's disposable. This isn't everything as well. Let's just, I don't want to be the old guy who's like, all this new stuff is, all yeah. these new kids. But you know, a lot of the kind of like, you know, we know what's good and what's not. You know, yeah. there's a lot, a lot of young guys doing good, like dope stuff, right? Yeah. But we also know there's some whackness out yeah. here, right? It's so disposable, but it's not only that the people are listening in that way, it's being made in that way. Yeah. Like, this is hot now. If we, look, if we get this song out this week, it's a hit. If we sit on this song for like a year, we're going to have to bin it because yeah. it ain't going to be yeah, hot yeah, in a yeah. year. Yeah. Whereas if you're really trying to make something of that's going to stand the test of time, you kind of have to take that risk. You have to be in a situation where you're like, you know, I, I, I'm going to be real. In my case, sometimes it's like five years down the line and I'm like, Right, this track on this album, we actually did this track. But you know, I know it shouldn't be like that. <laughs> yeah, but, that's yeah. just, but then you know, the flip side is like, well, I'm, I still feel like it stands up now. I still would put it on this new record now. So it still, you know, sounds good enough to me. These this many years later, yeah. It's, and sometimes what you think like. Let's say a record, I did a song called England, and when I did it... That's a, what an amazing, what amazing a song. Got a stack chips and that's the way it is, yo. Living in the city is turning really schizophrenic. It's a blood money epidemic. Kids rock academics, but they're not academic. Better stop for a second. Take a look around you. Demons surround you. Evil is all powerful. Love is up against the ropes. It's God's downfall. Lucifer reigns. The future remains doubtful. The gloves are... So when I actually recorded that song... It felt very like typical of right. the the state of play, yeah. like what you you know you know what I mean. It felt like yeah, for me it was about state of the nation, wasn't it? it was but like, but, but like, this is yeah. what I'm saying. It was done like maybe like five years before it came out. When right. it came out, the riots wow. had happened. Everyone was like, "Just wow, listen to this song." And I'm, in my head, I'm thinking, if I put that out when I did it, mm. it would people would have turned their nose up at it. Like no, people would have felt it, but it wouldn't have had the impact because. I did it at the time when that was kind of like the the, the the one of the kind of go-to topics. Yeah, you know, right. like some UK hip hop. They're probably going to be whinging about the government <laughs> and being on benefits <laughs> and smoking yeah. weed. Like, do you know what I mean? It like ticked a lot of boxes of like UK rap cliche checklist. Tick every box. Yeah. <laughs> so if I'd actually, I genuinely believed this. Like, and the same guy did the beat, beat butcher. You know, he's gone on to do. You know, he works with like. He works with Lloyd Banks from G-Unit. Like, he yeah. works with, like, you know, America Exhibit is helping him get his green card. You know, this guy is... He's moving in... <laughs> Pimp my green card. No doubt. That's exactly. as a favour. That's not what Exhibit's moved into now. Like <laughs> he's doing immigration shit. Like, <laughs> you never know. It's going to get you a green card. <laughs> you feel me? Yeah. But, um, you know, this guy... You know, and again, I even feel for him. Like, actually, if we put that out when we did it, it would have been a reason to say, oh, yeah, this beat would go, oh, he just makes that UK rap, like, boom, bap. 
boom bap drums, piano sample, some guy rapping on it, whinging about the, the government. Or our music. Like, actually, I went to Australia and, and people were like, oh, yo, people were like, you're bagging on your country, mate. You've, you can't be, you know, and wow. people saying how they had to yeah. like, defend me. Like, no, he's not. He's, yeah. he's just trying to like, because the way I see it, when I do records like that, I'm talking about t- talking for the people. Like, it's not, yeah. it's not unpatriotic. Because the country is the people in it. Yeah. You feel me? But that's a whole nother conversation. But um You actually on that track, I mean obviously you know the words, but you predicted like the post-truth kind of news era. Do you know what I mean? You sort of you sort of alluded to the fact in that song that it's all made up. Do you know what I mean? You can't you, you, right, you, you, right. And, and I actually saw I remember I was listening to it thinking, fucking you had the, you called this like mm-hmm. How long ago? Was that 2011? Was it? it yeah, I think it came out. I think it came out 2011. That, I should that, know. I should yeah, know but that, this. But that, I think that was the year that the album dropped. But that could have come. So what you said, in, particularly in that little bit, you could have mm. said now. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's it's a, pretty. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. Pr- it's pretty. Like you know, I think. I think that it was. It was. It was. I know what you're saying, but it was like you sort of predicting. You predict. It's almost like you're predicting a vibe that people are going to feel. Do you know what I mean? In this country, it's really interesting. Like, I think. Yeah, maybe. May, you know. Do you know what? Yeah, I'll. I'll. I'll, accept, I'll take that credit. <laughs> no, just because. I'll take that, I'll take I will take that credit. What, I'm foreseeing yeah, the future. You know, I, guess, yeah, I guess I'll take that. I, I guess I'll take that. Hey, that's big of you, bro. Do you know what I mean? I'll, I'll accept that one. <laughs> profit. No, yeah. I'll, I'll give you that what, one. What? I'm a social profit. I didn't, I didn't, okay. I, okay. I didn't want to. I didn't want to say profit, but like that's. No, ba- no. That's what I'm basically saying, Jester. No, well. no, no, are this. you a man from the future? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we were discussing it earlier. But it was like that. I was thinking, fucking hell. That's it's, like... uh, yeah, it's kind of, it's, it's kind of sad, really, though, isn't it? Like, it's like you know, it's cool. I can pat myself on the back and say, yeah, you were on point with that one, yeah. but for all the wrong reasons, right? <laughs> Do you, do yeah, you, yeah, you, you I feel me? Do you I don't know me? what you're talking about. I think we're in a fantastic state. Right? Yeah. I don't think oh, Britain's I mean, ever the, better. You've Loving made a correct it. prediction, but the world has gone to shit. I mean, there's, there's pluses <laughs> and minuses. Yeah, do you know what I mean? that's like, the thing. The thing is, like, we're talking about social networking. Yeah, you, sort, you sort of, you sort of did something that was almost like right. a, yeah, you, yeah. I'm talking about the post yeah, yeah, yeah. so so yeah. this is like now forgive me if I get this wrong but you so initially what came out was a video of a guy looking through the blinds right <laughs> yeah. and you're you come up and deliver his post yeah. right and it's just yeah. the, the, the tagline for it is I think Jess is my postman yeah. right yeah. and so like so like people under, <laughs> if you because like, if you look at the comments yeah. they're going fucking I feel that is Jess you know like, yeah, yeah. and then it was actually you'd set it all up basically yeah right? absolutely yeah so, so how long was it between because it's starting over, right? Was the was the video that that it led into? Yeah, yeah it led into. So that. how long was it between the postman sort of hoax, if you like, and then you putting out the video? Was that that was a deliberate? Obviously, it's a deliberate strategy. But what sort of? How did you come to that sort of this, the, the idea? The idea kind of did come out of that. Uh, the, the the almost like social networks kind of creeping in. Yeah. And being like, right, I'm so kind of removed from this, like, right. like, or, and you know, I need not even just being removed. I think what happened was really when the internet. It sounds so old. We're sitting here talking about <laughs> well, we all remember when it. the internet yeah. began, and you can hear about stuff the, from across the world. News will just literally churn, and the story will just be cut and pasted and put everywhere else. But hey, that's 2017. <laughs> crazy. I know. We no longer have to like have our feet sticking out the bottom of the car. Like, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> The good old days. Oh, I miss the yeah. Flintstone days. <laughs> but um, no, nah, just the whole thing of like, I'm so removed from this pre-social network. You had like your kind of MySpace kind of era, yeah. right, Tom? Yeah, yeah. And I wasn't really, I didn't really partake. Yeah. 
but I had a lot of stuff happening at that time where people would be putting stuff up online. Yeah. Like, people would be like, oh, you've got a MySpace. No, I haven't. Yeah. You've got a website. What? Sorry? Yeah. yeah. So there was a, it, it kind of, and that kind of just turned me off from it even more. I was like, well, right. I've got to compete with people pretending to be me. Yeah. Or, oh, like, I ain't got time for it. I don't, this doesn't interest me. I just, I'm interested in records and yeah. songs yeah. and music. I'm not really, you know, I like the computer as a tool to get some, I, I don't need it as like a thing to give my energy to. Yeah. You, you feel me? Like, sure. it's, a, it's meant to give me its energy yeah, give yeah. me your processing power <laughs> yeah, yeah. to do these jobs that you know what I mean to process information that uh, we can't yeah, in yeah. a way that we can't so anyway so I, I kind of removed myself so much and then it became kind of like well the only way you can promote yourself now is through the internet Yeah, it's like oh really okay and I thought well no how do I you know I can turn this to my advantage that nobody knows what I'm doing or what I eat for breakfast or yeah. where I you know everyone else is you know, we kind of this thing had started now where it's like if you put up every little thing you do every single day for the whole world to see you will get followers followers yeah. will sell records and it's, it's funny you say you that know, though because like you know like there was a good there was a real sense of humour with, with that video and with a lot of those kind of British hip hop videos that sort of came out that you were like hang on a minute is this is this like because it's a lot it's all quite satirical even like, that yeah, video yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah, like, was yeah. that a deliberate sort of idea because you're talking about like state of the nation social commentary like that was a big part of your lyrics like when you you know like with that with that it was more like of just an angle I mean it it is it kind of in itself it kind of is social commentary in itself isn't it yeah. in a way it's almost like some kind of oh, I don't know what you call that is that performance art like hoaxing people so I don't know what it is but yeah there definitely was like a creative it wasn't just purely like a, a kind of a market right how do we make money we've got yeah. to do this it was kind of like well I want I want to raise awareness I don't want to have to conform yeah how do I flip it and make the fact that I don't do any of that work to my advantage. So I guess in a way it kind of becomes a statement in itself. In between, but it was also kind of a necessity because yeah. it was like, well, how, how, yeah, how do I turn it on its head? How do I kind of counteract this idea that like if I'm not online every day showing the world I'm alive, yeah. then well, he might you, you're, you're done. You're yeah. yesterday's news. It's like, well, not surely if the music is still strong and relevant, that's what should matter. Yeah, but just a cat you know and it was so easy because people were so obsessed with that kind of stuff so people started commenting and yeah. talking and mm. people didn't really know like even people very close to me they didn't really know they might be like well he might be getting up in the morning <laughs> so you, and, got that, you, got you know that, I don't see him at the studio yeah. until after two in the afternoon he may well be doing a post <laughs> yeah. round so I, it, it was amazing how it worked. Weirdly, postman is the ideal job for a comedian because like, there's lots of because it's in the morning, right? right? And then you've got the rest of the day, right? And then you do a gig in the evening. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's perfect. There you go. Like, you know like, I mean? Seriously, people, you know. So it was, it was, it was plausible. Yeah. yeah. It had it been tangible? Yeah. Because yeah. I think to begin with, it was kind of like. Oh, what can I do? I could be like working in the chicken shop, or yeah, yeah. you know, and then like, chicken how are we going to do mate. that? How yeah. are we going? Oh, see what I mean? That's, Damn, that's I should have got in there. Should have been like doing chickens. <laughs> oh, that would have been. But you know what? That's, oh, I don't man. know if you've. I don't know if you've looked at the comments recently on that video, but it's really funny because like it's people speculating, going, "Well, <laughs> the um, 
the outfit looks authentic and, and, it, and it's in keeping yeah. with what how Royal Mail uh, <laughs> outfit they're posting. Yeah. But if you look, there doesn't seem to be that much mail in his bag, so which leads me to believe either he's at the end or the wow. beginning of the... Do you know what I mean? Like, it's wow. fucking... Oh, like, people mate. go in, like, wow. properly. <laughs> Um, what do you uh, like? Sort of. What, what do you listen to? What are you listen at the moment? Are you still into it as much as you like listen to other stuff as much as you used to be? Or yeah, it's kind of a. It's kind of like I'm so cynical about it. But in, in, if I'm really honest, I probably do still like listen to rap music quite a lot. I'd, yeah. I'd like. I kind of tend to think that I'm more removed from it than I am. Yeah. Because. I guess the whole culture of it's changed so much that um, I am removed from what it used to be. Right. Because, you know, to me, a big part of being on the, like, really knowing uh, what was popping musically, creatively, being on the kind of cutting edge of it was about being in record shops and being at certain clubs and yeah, yeah, yeah. listening to certain radio shows, you know, and kind of plugging into that side of it. You were talking about it earlier. Mm. Um it's not that now, is it? It's just pull pull the phone out of your pocket and fish around, go to blogs, what are people promoting on socials? So it's very, you know, and for me, that's not an ideal way of me finding yeah. music. I tend to kind of have this really, like, stush attitude and, and be like, well, if something's really good... It's gonna get to me yeah. like by word of mouth, yeah. maybe by post. But exactly. But you know, that'd be nice. Just send me, just mail me vinyl. That'd be it's, amazing. It's, like just free yeah. vinyl, just turning up. But you know, I think to be fair, like it kind of works most of the time because anything that is really good, when you when you kind of been doing what I've been doing for so long. It's so much. It's around me so much that I don't have to. Yeah, I don't it, comes, have, it comes to you. Somebody else will. Yeah. You know, have you heard this? Yeah. And even if I go, uh, whatever, and then the name will come up again. Yeah, the name will come. All oh, right, I do. I need to check this now because yeah. it's not. Wasn't just hype that yeah. day. Um, I remember a mate of mine like having that like, sort of. He sort of had a go at me because again, you don't listen to enough new shit. Right? You don't listen to little yachty. And yeah. you got well, that's really no, but, that, no, but that's, what, that's what happened to me, right? So, so basically, <laughs> so basically, like a mate of mine goes, to me, "You don't listen to enough new shit." So I said, "Fuck it, I'm going to like look, right?" And like at that time that I looked on, I don't know, I can't remember what website, some American hip hop website. Right. The two people they named were Little Yachty and Future, right? right? So I was like, okay, I'll check these two people out. And I was like, oh my god, what the this fuck is, is that? Me, what is yeah. that? Like. I depressed the shit out of me because I thought, oh my god, because this is being heralded as like the pinnacle. Yeah, like it right, was the way right. those two artists were presenting was like, you know, you got he'd done this and, and I was like, and the way that it was written about, right? That was amazing. The way it was written about was like it, like it connected. It's like he talks about this and that, and if you're interested in hearing about that, that he, he, he hits upon the struggle of growing up. And I was thinking, fuck, this sounds like really lyrical and like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And then I listened to it, I was like, oh my, what the fuck has happened to this music? Do you know what I mean? It's like, I, I, it was a good day and a half before I could like get myself back together. I was just like, oh my God, I'm so out of touch. N- the, the whole podcast nearly got just cancelled. <laughs> like, it's over. <laughs> it's, it's over. I call yeah, it. Yeah, I, like, fuck it I can't do this anymore. <laughs> Hip- we're changing the name to Hip Hop Ruined My Life. Yeah, exactly. When you, when you do get me back, I can do that one as yeah. well. I can do Hip Hop Save My Life, and then we can do Hip Hop Ruined My Life as well. I'm, I'm available for both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Jeremy Carl yeah. version. Plug one, plug two. Guest plugs for you.
Um, Jess, listen, man. Um, I could talk to you for ages, but we've gone way over. Um, it's been Appreciate such it, a fucking honour. We didn't do, we hardly did any of the questions because it's cool. sorry, Rupert, you've been so eloquent on this. We're coming man. back to do hip hop ruin my life, mate. Mate, if you're up for doing it, if you're up for doing it, we'll do it, man. All right, wicked. Um, just, is there anything you want to sort of plug that you're doing at the moment? Uh, no, I'm, I'm just, I'm just. No, plug yeah. this podcast and cool. you know, keep listening to it. Thank you. Know you. What yes, I mean? for real. Keep doing it. It's you know. It's, yeah. it's... Um, listen, if you haven't, and I can't imagine you haven't, if you listen to this podcast, but Jest is properly hip hop royalty, so make sure you check out his stuff. Jolian, I suppose I should give you an opportunity to fucking plug whatever shit you're doing. No, I did some shit on TV, watched yeah, it on iPlayer cool. and that. But serious, like re- such so nice to meet you, like Dude, real honour. Been a pleasure, like, man. Amazing. Thanks cool. for having me. Uh, see you later. Bye. Peace. Bye. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com.